Welcome to Talking Health Tech. My name is Peter Birch, and this is a podcast of conversations with key players and influencers to promote innovation and collaboration for better healthcare enabled by technology. With me today is Athol Han. Athol is a critical care and emergency nurse and founder of Fords, an app designed to assist healthcare workers to control the fundamentals of shift work and offload from the demands of working in healthcare. With over 10 years of experience in healthcare, Athol has seen the highs and lows of the profession firsthand. He's driven to create tools to improve the lives of healthcare workers mentally, financially, and professionally. Athol's passionate about helping healthcare organisations embrace technology, which can help them to implement widespread holistic change within their staffing groups, which can assist in reducing medical errors, improve performance, and increase staff retention. Hey, Athol, how are you doing? Hey, Pete. Thanks for having me on. Great to see you. Good to see you. Look, it's been a while coming and it's great to be able to get in and have a chat about what you're working on and what you do. Actually, whereabouts, where, where are you based? Well, I'm based up in Mackay at the moment. That's right. Yeah, I'm, I'm working up there still as a nurse and, you know, navigating life as an entrepreneur in a regional Ooh. rural setting. It's, um, yeah, it's good fun. And, Ooh. you know, the beauty of uh, these live crosses and Zooms and it's making my life much easier. <laughs> Amazing. Look, tell us a bit more then. What's your background and, and how did you find your way to start Atholtech? Yeah, thanks, Pete. So, yeah, my background is of clinical nursing for over the last 10, 11 years, and I've been working in different settings, and my passion is critical care. I started off essentially in intensive care, where that's where my critical care backgrounds come from, and I have moved into emergency since then, and I just, you know, it suits me, the fast pace, the movement, and, you know, thinking on your feet and, and whatnot. So, the reason I really started Athletech is from this passion, but also the passion of wanting to create change and working in a, a big system such as public health and, you know, big organisations. And you see problems, you see that things could be done better and you're not always given the opportunity or the the standing point or the stool, I suppose, to to really create some change. And, you know, you get come up with ideas, you want to do something about it, you want to move fast and, you know, mm-hmm. what, why can't we just change something? And I yeah. suppose that's my, my entrepreneurial spirit. And the reason I started Athletech is I, I just kept asking these questions and wanted to know more. And then I bumped into a developer from Sydney and he goes, yeah, I, I like what you're about and I, I like that idea you've got. So, and I just, that's where it just really started. And to be totally fair, Athletech has come from, because we were sitting in his office and, and he said, to me, I said, what are you going to name your business? And I said, oh, I hadn't thought, I hadn't thought about it. <laughs> and he goes, we're going to need to name something. I said, oh, oh I don't know. You got any ideas? He goes, well, I like Athol and it's a little strange. Why don't you just put tech on the end? And I said, all right. I'll <laughs> you could have paid PwC thousands of dollars for that one and then a consultant would have given you that. But that's, uh... Possibly. <laughs> well, sorry, any of the consultants, I'm not picking on PwC. Anyway, well, let's move on. But uh, no, that's good. So you've built up that business. And so what have you created out of that? Uh, yeah, so initially after starting Athletech, I started, I built a couple of prototypes and went on this bit of a journey of investigating some of the problems I was looking at and what was in my head. After a few pivots, after, well, it seems like 100 pivots, um, <laughs> we ended up building an application for health professionals called Fords, as you mentioned. And really, this is built to assist health professionals to manage the demands they're facing day by day. And it's really on looking at it from a landscape or an idea of how do we get you know health professionals to, to feel better about 
what they're doing, but also manage their performance and well-being around the work they're doing. And one of this is born off my experience. I've had burnout fairly badly in 2013, 2014. And a lot of these questions I was asking myself, burnout it just kept pop, you know, popping up. And shift work and the stress we have to go through when making decisions whilst you know you're working different shifts, it does take a toll on your body. And we're not we're not taught that at uni. No one teaches you how to manage shift work and how to manage mm. actually going to work and communicating with people who are tired or, you know, mm. diet. And if you're funny enough, these are probably the first things that you should be focusing on mm. when you're actually doing any job because you need those fundamentals to perform. You can teach a skill and you can, well, you can learn things, but if, you're, if your head's fuzzy or if you, you know, if you had, if you had 300 cups of coffee, it's your, your performance and your well-being. Not it might not be for that shift, but at some point it's going to come up. You know, it's going to hurt. Yeah, yeah. No, totally. It's a real problem to solve. That is a, a big issue across the industry, particularly for the front line. When it comes to forwards, then what actually is that solution, and what does that look like? Yeah, so forwards at the moment is for nurses and nurses who are nurses are the users at the moment. So what it is that nurses will download it and they'll enter some information who they are, where they work, and then they'll enter their roster. And from when they enter their roster, we'll be able to unlock all the features of the app. Mm. Um, one of the points why it needs someone's roster is because that's the center point of work. You're not going to turn up if you're on your day off. So mm. we really focus on what you're working, and because shift work, you. you you work multiple different shifts, morning, afternoons, lates, nights. So once we know what you're doing, we can then connect you with your team. If me and you, Peter, are working on the same shift, we'll be able to connect you into a, a group chat and we'll be able to connect you up. So so a few hours before the shift, you can see who's on, you can have a chat and you can look at some of those fundamentals. Also in that regard, which is going to push into our B2B play, we really want to deliver this to a healthcare organisation coming up. We give an opportunity for a department to talk to their team and it's really on, on the idea of how can you talk to your individual teams that change everything every day, every shift, how can you connect them up? How can you increase that performance aspect, you know, really uh, sink people in? So that's one aspect. Yeah, there's a few different other bits and pieces and another aspect that people have been quite liking is a pay estimate feature. So if we know who you are, where you're working, we'll, get, we'll be able to give you an estimation of your pay. Shift work is one of those funny things that, you know, your pay changes every week to fortnight. And there is, a, unfortunately, there's a long-standing history of pay being wrong. <laughs> yeah. Queen, I don't want to mention any organisations or what's happened in the past, but we've all of us in shift work mm. have had it wrong at yeah. some point. And you know, just before talking to you, my pay was wrong. Yeah, and I'm using the app now to 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 have that confidence. And what also I'm using it for is to work out how poor I'm going to be the next fortnight. <laughs> so I'll, I'll I'll consider I I need an extra shift here. If I've got enough money coming in. I'll 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 have that extra day off. Yeah, it's interesting <laughs> around too. Like the I mean, that's a good point around general well being for anyone, particularly for frontline staff. It's not just about the having the connectiveness with people or feeling healthy in yourself and looking after diet and everything and, and exercise, but the financials can be a, a huge stress to to anyone and not having those in order, it can be can be a big issue. You're totally right, Pete. And when we were investigating and doing our market research and you're talking to nurses, everyone has different drivers and everyone has different needs. And one thing that was bubbling up, someone's going to work and, and earning for their family. 
COVID's brought up that issue more and more is that sometimes the nurse becomes the breadwinner and they need to be picking up extra shifts. So they need to be optimizing their pay. You know, they're still enjoying what they're doing, but those financial aspects are so important. It's funny that. And one of our other features is a mindfulness feature is that some people really, they use it as a journal and they're offloading after the shift and really logging down. It's linked in with that shift. And in the future, we'll be able to prompt a nurse or, any, you know, a health professional. We're not just nurses. Any health professional in the team is that. Once your shift's done, you know, how, how did it go? How did you feel? And really, it's the idea for the Apple is to really, how, how can we prepare people really well for the shift, yeah. get them through the shift, and then offload because that offload and that debrief is, is so critically important, not only for enjoyment outside work, but for getting up the next morning, feeling enthused and energized and yep. yeah, ready, ready to go. Yeah, totally. And I, I don't think that's a bad thing about being hyper-focused on nursing right now. I know you say you're for all healthcare workers, but often that's the way to scale out a solution is you know the problem. You've been there firsthand. You've experienced it. You're building a solution for essentially what I'm guessing for is, is something that, that you could have used and, and benefited from in, in your day-to-day as a nurse. So, like, given that you know all those challenges and you've experienced that firsthand, what would you say are some of those key differentiators? Like, we've talked about some of the features and everything within Atholtech, but, like, what makes your platform different? Because there's, there is all, already, like, you know, apps to manage your budget and you can, as a individual, you can download mindfulness apps. Like, what is it about yours that is a real differentiator that people should have a look at? Yeah, yeah, good question. The The difference for Fords is it's really focused on that on the health professional. It's really focused on their day and their shift work. Mm. So, yeah, there's no other there's no other apps or there's no other systems that are, are so solely focused on that person and, and how it incorporates in their day and their life. You know, you can download a pay assistant. You, know, you, can, you can actually do all this, but it, no one's doing it. And yeah. you can offload, you can have a mindfulness tool, you can have a journal, but but you, people aren't doing it. And mm-hmm. so, my, the, the real point of me is that I'm trying to incorporate it into a nurse's day. And I, I went to America last year, went to Rock Health, digital health conference over there. And I was in this room with some heavy hitters and they were talking about solutions and where's the next solutions coming from. And then there were, a lot of the conversation was focused around a customer or a patient's experience. You know, it's going to come from the people who are experiencing this. And I piped up in my, you know, in my, you know uh, skinny jeans and went, <laughs> well, have we considered you know, the experiences and the thoughts from health professionals aspect because in the end of the day this is where the care is coming from and how are they traveling is anyone focused on optimizing their performance you're trying to optimize a patient's experience but what about the people behind it and then they went oh Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> so it was, um, and you know, what's the difference here too is that they were very solution focused, whereas I'm solely on a mission of helping my friends and helping my mates and colleagues mm-hmm. to, to optimize their time and get the most out of their day. And you know, because they're, they're all passionate, and so many people I know are just so passionate about it. But when the troubles they, they get too much, it, it becomes just really tough yeah. to go to work. And that's, you know, it's beneficial, obviously, to the individual that's using the solution, obviously, but also to the organization too. H- how do you position it? How do you commercialize the platform? You, d- you mentioned working with bigger companies too. Are you doing pure B2B, like with the, the hospitals, or are you doing a bit of a blend? How do you monetize it? Yeah, interesting question. And, you know, as a startup, we're continually navigating this, hmm. this space. But ideally, in the end, I'd love to have this in a hospital, in an organization. And that's the end. That's where we're aiming for and that's where we're looking for because not only would you be able to have this platform where you can get push out all the rosters of all your staff and your department straight into it you, you've got a platform to communicate with staff straight up 
funny enough, nurses don't read their emails. <laughs> and, 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 so, and so many organisations, that's how they communicate with their staff is that information comes in and then you know, delivered out through an email. And, you know, it would be so interesting to see the metrics on how many people have read mm. those emails yeah. and actually engaged with them. Mm. So the, the idea, you know, not only can we have the eyes and ears of people that are using an app that is built for their day and built for them, but you can start asking them the questions of how what matters to them and those staff satisfaction surveys, you can start really leveraging into that. And my big passion point too from the performance base is that you can start nudging behaviours that you want to see. Yeah. Is it hand hygiene? Like, is, What are those fundamentals you want to see changed? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I have a big push on well-being, but well-being is a, a part of a broader spectrum of how do we all do better, you know, yeah. that's where I'm at. Love it. Look, it'd be great to understand me as a non-health professional and many others too involved in the industry but not been on the front line. I mean, you, you've come from right at the heart of it, of the critical care and emergency side of things. So I, I already know it doesn't get too much more hardcore than that, like on a day to day. Tell us a bit about what's it, what do you like in the stress and the intensity of working in those kinds of environments as a critical care and emergency nurse? Is, is it anything like, like anything that others would have experienced? Yeah, this is that's such an interesting question, Pete. Because I, I think it's definitely perspective based, and stress is stress to a degree. Some of the pressures in your face from even from a meeting or your jobs on the line or from a different other aspects. Obviously, lives aren't on the line in those aspects, and you know this, that's a unique stress and that's a difference. But other emergency services and other fields like police, although it's time critical, and you know people may not live if things don't go but the thing the the way i look at it is that it's still stress and if we don't have it we don't aren't able to manage the pressures that or the even the internal pressures that you're telling yourself are we not able to rationalize our decisions or are we producing the best results that we can or maybe we've made a mistake some of those internal voices can be amplified when lives are on the line or if you've got a lot of pressure in that regard uh, any of those sort of areas i'm not sure it's it's hard to really relate it to business specifically but pressure is pressure and i mean we hear a lot even before 2020 but you know particularly this year we hear a lot about the issue of well-being and burnout particularly in, in the healthcare workers and those on the front line like you you see it on a day to day just how big is the scale of this issue and what does it mean for healthcare in australia yeah, it's it's near and dear to my heart. Unfortunately, I'd say near and dear is that I've had that experience and have left the industry. I consider myself as a super passionate, high-performing individual in health, and I want to deliver the best I can. And that can be to my detriment as well, which is I didn't realise at the time. I actually left nursing and become a dairy farmer for a while, and you know these these are things some a lot of us go through. Is that people will do other jobs or change careers or cut back to casual, and it is rife in the industry. There's is there's a lot of commentary worldwide and globally in australia we haven't been hit as hard with the current pandemic but it's been a problem for a long time in australia we lose 15 percent of the nursing workforce nearly every year wow yeah yeah and that we've known those figures for since 2014 2015 and that continues and so you, you look at you think about that percentage but that, that's that's nearly 50,000 nurses every year and it costs 50 grand per nurse every time they leave 
So that turnover cost is, is huge. And you're talking about millions and billions of dollars there just from nurses leaving, turning over. What that doesn't come into account is the presenteeism. When someone's at work, but they're not, they're not fully there. And it doesn't take into account the sick leave and the absenteeism of that as well. So there is there's a huge cost just for nurses alone. And the medical side of thing, you know, in the US and the UK, in Australia, we, we don't have it as bad, but it's still a major problem here. And it's, it's a global phenomenon that with the pandemic, we've been able to raise the alarm even more now, which is good. But this has been, this has been ongoing for a long time. Yeah, yeah. Well, just following on from that then, what advice would you give to, you know, those fellow healthcare workers who might be experiencing burnout or or might need to find ways to get back onto the right path? Yeah, it's it's an interesting journey and I, you know, I sympathise for anyone who's struggling with a work situation or things going on in your life with work being with being with one of the one of the reasons my my big tips or suggestions for for someone who's gotten through it is get some help and have a chat talk to your nursing mates or your healthcare mates they they feel the same pressures talk to a mentor find someone that you look up to and and ask their opinion and thoughts and feelings and i really wish i'd done this i probably wouldn't have gotten into the the strife that i did if i had someone to lean in on and, and talk to a colleague. Use your hospital's EAP service. They pay the money and the, that money's already allocated. So access it and you have have access to that EAP service and it's worthwhile having a chat in that regard. So I'd say lean into it and like don't be embarrassed. You know, it's it's one of those, we, most of us have had these thoughts and we, we've gone through a lot of struggles. So you're not alone and it's certainly worthwhile to reach out and it's not any of those services. There's nurse and midwife support which is a nursing-focused um, support service. Um, and there's also other organisations like Beyond Blue and Black Dog and th- these other organisations focused around mental health. And burnout, burnout shares a lot of similarities to other problems. So yeah, that, if I'd reached out and, and hadn't got so caught in my head and realised it was a problem, I would have been a big help for me. That's great perspective and, and thank you for sharing those resources too. We'll make sure that they're included in the, the show notes and some great advice for others to follow too. Just to to round things out then, Athol, looking back at, well, looking forwards, I guess, for Athol Tech and what you guys are doing, notice the pun, uh, for, for forwards in particular then, like <laughs> how, how what's, on the, what's on the horizon for the next three, six, 12 months? Yeah, in the next three months, we're going to be pushing out the consumer aspect of the app a little bit further and you know looking at proving some revenue in that regard we're going to need some investment to to keep growing so any investor likes a bit of revenue so we're, we're looking at achieving that through the consumer aspect um we're obviously having conversations with hospitals throughout queensland as well and getting a pilot and that's a big focus of us for us also the you know this problem isn't just uh, locally it's very much international i've had um i'm having discussions with multiple people over in the u.s and there's certainly a, a big need over there so we're pushing hard to get ready here so we can get over there and start helping the nurses and health professionals over there perfect it's you know it's critical time and important problems to solve at this stage of the company but it's a great uh great problem to solve and a really important to have a solution in place to address those so i do wish you all the best with those and we'll make sure your contact details and uh, information in relation to Atholtech and forwards are in the details of this podcast so check it out if you want to get in touch. Look, Athol, good luck with everything. Appreciate uh, the the transparency and honesty and feedback. And look, thank you so much for your time. Thanks, Pete. And I really appreciate it. 
Thanks for listening to Talking Health Tech. My name is Peter Birch. Make sure you go check out our website for all our resources, including this podcast and the largest directory of technology solutions available to Australian healthcare practitioners today. Until next time, I'm out of here.